Yo, what's up? You're listening to the Keeping It Raw podcast. Today, I want to tell you guys about the day I turned eight. The fact that it was my birthday, though, wasn't the craziest part of this day. Because it was the day that I met Travis. But it was also the last day that I would ever see Travis again. I remember riding the bus like it was yesterday. The bus was built like a tank. A big yellow tank. It was puttering along. It would creak like crazy. And it would only go so fast and you'd remember hearing that engine revving up as fast as it could go but it would only hit the max of 45 miles an hour. The bus driver was always nice. You knew every kid on the bus, and everybody was just waking up. But then all of a sudden, the bus came to a stop at a house that had never stopped at before. This was Travis's house. Now, it wasn't because I was a nice kid that Travis sat next to me on the bus. It was because I was a quiet kid, and he was too scared to sit next to anybody else. And I want to stop right here to let you know that the story ends with Travis running away. So it is a sad story, but this kid's impact on my life this one day changed everything I thought about taking care of people. Back to the story. He showed me some Pokemon cards he had been collecting. He showed me some drawings that he had drew, but I thought it was weird because it was his first day of school, for one, and I made no effort to try to communicate with him for the first five minutes of the bus ride. Fast forward to class. In walks Travis in my class. The teacher announces, hey, we got a new student. His name is Travis. Go sit next to Raw. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm stuck with this kid for life now. It it was okay for a little while, uh, but then it got awesome. So he sits next to me. No communication whatsoever. We go outside. While most of you are feeling sorry for this kid because he's new and this and I'm not even talking to him we go outside for recess our first recess break and it was great you see our best recess game was dodgeball me my friend Martin and my best friend Bo we were a team that was never defeated except this day me and Bo were scared because Martin was sick and he stayed home so the whole day me and Bo had been trying to figure out what we were going to do, how we were going to maintain our record. So I said, well, if we're going to lose, let's at least invite Travis to be on our team. So I said, Travis, be on our team. We're going to play dodgeball. Do you know how to play? He says, yeah, I love dodgeball. So I'm like, okay, you know, this is going to be a fun little nice thing that I do for the day, right? And my eight-year-old self was not prepared for what would happen next. Travis was great at dodgeball. 
concerned by dodging balls that are thrown at us, or...? That's what this sack of wrenches is for. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. I mean, Travis was the only kid that ended up knocking a kid out from dodgeball. Yeah, he <laughs> threw the ball so hard that the kid's head smacked the back fence and was unconscious, had to go to the nurse's office and never came back that day. <laughs> that was great. I wonder how that kid's doing, though. We get back to class and... Uh, yeah, me and Travis like talk the whole time. We only got in trouble once for talking. We only got caught once. But Travis was opening up. He was telling me how he was adopted. Uh, he was telling me that he was in a, um, a home with other kids that were adopted. There were um, things uh, that he would tell me that really just didn't hit me until I was a lot older. And uh, he basically really felt like this was his fresh start. A fresh start, a new life. That's what he kept saying. This is a fresh start. It's a new life. <laughs> Travis, he was cool. And I was glad that, hey, I got to meet him because I was going to have a new friend. We went to lunch and we had a great lunch. He was a kid who got Lunchables. And everybody knew that if you had Lunchables at lunch you were a cool kid in fact he was so cool that he even let me get two sandwiches of his lunchables and man the taste of a lunchable as a kid was the greatest thing ever so he was instantly moving up the ranks he was instantly about to be my best friend i was kicking bow to the curb because travis was about to be my best friend and then on the bus ride home Travis told me my first joke. We were driving on the bus, and Travis said, Man, Rawl, I'm really, I'm really afraid of speed bumps. I said, What? You're afraid of speed bumps? They're there to protect you. He said, No, no. I'm really afraid of speed bumps. But I'm slowly getting over them. Okay, Travis. I mean, you got to admit, that was great. And his delivery was impeccable. <laughs> I told him after, uh, during the bus ride, I said, uh, I said, man, you need to come over. We can hang out and we can go play with Bo and, you know, have a good time. And he said he would. And the problem was that the next day, Travis was gone. I found out later the information that I'm about to share with you guys. Uh, this kid who, in one day, <laughs> I was ready to call my best friend. That day, he ran away. And uh, I had heard rumors that he had run away, uh, and I thought it was crazy because he was, you know, so such a happy kid. He just seemed so happy and the brief discussion we had about what his life was like he was getting you know a fresh start so the problem was though um 
that the home that Travis originally came from was such a horrible place. And he uh, didn't even know his name until he was put in the foster home. And you're wondering, how does he not know what his name is? Travis, up until that point, had uh, slept in a garage. And it was a garage filled with a bunch of junk, but mostly a cement floor. And in the cold days, it would be freezing to his body. And of course, in the summer, it'd be too hot. So he developed blisters on his feet. Most of his life, they called him It. I-T. It. That was his name. Until the day he was adopted, he went by the name It. Being yelled at, being spat on, starving. And that's what he meant by having a fresh start. He was happy. He was really, really happy. And, uh, and you're probably wondering why, why did he run away? And then what happened to him? Well, he ran away. Um, he left a note. And the problem was that even though he was adopted, uh, he was told that his uh, biological parents, that there was a chance that they would be able to get him back. And his new parents were just trying to be up front with him, but he took it the wrong way. He thought that he'd have to go back, so he decided that he was going to run away. He left a note saying, I don't want to go back. My name is Travis. And that's all he wrote and left. Um, Travis, uh, his body was found... Uh, I guess about 30 days later or so um, in some makeshift little camp that he had made. Um, I'm not sure the circumstances around how he passed or what happened. And I didn't find that out till uh, years later. Uh, But the kid felt like there was a chance that he'd have to go back to the same circumstances that he never originally thought he'd be able to escape from. And so those last days might have been the best days of his life. And I wanted to share the story of Travis with you guys because as sad as his story is, the joy that he had in the days that I knew him, in the day that I knew him, rather, meant so much and it's carried me a long way in regards to joy. So, so when you're sad about what you don't have, remember what you do have. When you're sad about what hasn't happened for you yet, be thankful for what didn't happen to you. But the most important thing is don't forget to entertain strangers because by doing so, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Travis was an angel I met a long time ago. And I have no doubt 
that he's living a joyous life up in heaven and free from all the worry of those speed bumps down here. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you see some joy. If you don't, spread some joy. Have a good day. Thanks for keeping it raw, and thanks for keeping it under 15. Great Scott!